the volume. Sports Gambling with Moneyline Monaco is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There is no better place to make every moment more than with FanDuel. I love betting on the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Great odds and markets for the NBA, NHL, college basketball, and so much more. Awesome new and exciting user promotions. It's America's number one sportsbook. Easy to use, safe and secure. You get paid in as little as two hours. And how about this? It's incredibly fun to combine multiple bets from the same game into a same game parlay. Discover the most popular same game parlays each day right when you log in on FanDuel. If you are new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started now. Sign up with promo code MONACO so they know I sent you. Disclaimer. 21 plus and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Next Step or text Next Step to 53342, Arizona, 1 888 789 7777, or visit ccpg.org forward slash chat, Connecticut, 1 800 Gambler, or visit fanduel.com forward slash RG, Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, Virginia, 1 877 770. Stop, Louisiana, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan, 1-877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK or text HOPE-NEW-YORK-467-369, New York, Tennessee Redline, 1-800-889-9789, Tennessee, visit www.1800gambler.net, West Virginia. into another episode of Sports Gambling with Moneyline Monaco. I'm your host, Alex Monaco. Fired up! Special guest interview with my guy, Matt McEwen. He owns the handle and very successful business, Dead President Picks. You can follow him on Twitter. Matt, how we doing, my friend? Great to be with you. What's up, my man? Appreciate you having me on. So before we dive into all things betting, just want to kind of get a quick intro for our audience into how you got into being a professional better and of course being a handicapper as well right yeah the, the business actually started uh, i was watching the super bowl with a bunch of my friends uh and we were looking for picks on twitter so we were like you know what why don't uh we put something together uh get a twitter account because always into betting a lot uh kind of built the account and then just just slowly grows actually kind of over the covid period when i was doing these random leagues like ping pong and Russian basketball that it kind of took off, but uh, that that's kind of how I got into it uh, to begin with. And then since then, just kind of uh, everything's kind of gone off and now doing, uh, you know, content creation at, at certain places, doing articles and everything like that. So it's been a lot of fun so far. Very exciting. And as you know, it's a marathon, not oh, yeah. a sprint in the sports betting space. I know you get people chirping you. I mean, you got a, a yeah. big account and you're successful. So <laughs> You get love when you win, but of course, you know, gambling Twitter can be ruthless. What oh, are yeah, some of the things sure. just for our audience that are are newer to betting that you learned as a better at the beginning? You wish you learned faster and then just some things that kind of you've you've learned by growing this audience and, and all things in the betting space. Yeah, I guess bankroll management uh, is the biggest thing for me. You know, when I used to bet, I just kind of bet different amounts of money on games. You know what I mean? Now having like units and uh figuring that out also you know the parlays and teasers while they're a lot of fun typically they're not super profitable especially parlays you know i love 
to do them sometimes, but when I first started betting, everything was a parlay. Uh, so I guess, you know, doing more, more straight bets. I also think live betting, uh, there's a lot of really good advantages. Getting a better number than a pregame number, uh, you know, if you like a certain team. But, yeah, I'd say bankroll management is the biggest thing because, like you said, when people lose on Twitter, that will typically take it out on you uh, first. But, um, you know, knowing what money you have to bet, right, and not just throwing everything on it, I think that's, that's my biggest piece of advice. And as far as your process, some people are super heavy with analytics. Some people right. have their own model. Uh, what, what's a little bit behind your, your process? You don't have to give too much, but just a little <laughs> bit uh, for people to help get better that want to learn but don't know how. Yeah. Yeah. For, for me, I never was like a model, you know, analytical person. I, I kind of honestly just, I always say this, I just kind of go off the eye test, like what I take from watching games and, you know, do, doing research, obviously, but not uh, a ton of it. I kind of just usually try and trust my gut uh, when it comes to comes to games and keep my bias out of it with my Philly teams, you know, try and never, uh, never bet on them too much. That, that's not too profitable betting on Philly teams yeah. anyway, but uh, you know, just kind of going with, with the with the eyeball test. But, you know, I, I do use some statistical stuff, you know, fading public, that kind of stuff, watching where public money goes, sharp money goes, uh, all that. But I try not to get too, too into that side of it. When you look at let, let's talk the NBA, because that's that's the sport cooking right now. Yeah. It's such a, a one of one sport to bet. There's yeah. so many letdown spots and so many ways that you can just get gets screwed over and you feel like you did the right thing. I mean, perfect example was the Celtics going up 51. Sorry to bring up your Sixers <laughs> and then catching an L to the Pistons. It's really unfathomable. Is there any kind of rules you have with betting NBA, capping NBA that, that you like to follow? Make sure you try to stay in the green. Yeah. I mean, you were just talking about my, are you a Knicks fan in New York? Is that, I mean, I have to be. Uh, my you dad's be, from right? my dad's from New York. My whole grand three fourths okay. of my grandparents are, and my great grandparents. Yeah. So I, I should be. I'm from San Diego, <laughs> so I've personally but, experienced zero championships. But yes, I'm okay. a Knicks fan for sure. Well, last night, for example, I'll use, I was on the Knicks minus four, and then we saw what happened. I mean, just the collapse. There's no league like the NBA, right? So that's kind of when I was talking about live betting. Uh, sometimes I do some locking up profits. So. I'll almost, you know, bet a small amount to cover a possible loss on the other team, you know, a plus 2000, for example, because I think live betting NBA also when a team's down is the best sport. Cause you know how the NBA works. I mean, leads get blown so quick, but I mean, yeah, the day to day with, it was always tough to bet with guys load management and just taking off now with COVID. So NBA, my biggest thing is waiting kind of late to make a pick. You know what I mean? Like 30 minutes, an hour before the game, because lineups are so late coming out, guys are just taking games off and stuff. Uh, but yeah, I mean, NBA is the most frustrating league, in my opinion, to, to bet. So last night specifically, did you hedge with the Nets at some point or just take some points? No, yeah, no, I, I did not. I typically do. That's why I was thinking myself. But I was like, you know what? The Knicks are up like 28. They, they have to get there. And then I was reminded it was the Knicks. <laughs> God, they have to get there. I, I don't know. It's crazy. Uh, from a from a futures perspective, I don't know if you're a fan of futures or you give oh, yeah, them out. Uh, do you do you have any thoughts headed into this All Star break of teams you could get some good value on? Teams that you kind of already convinced maybe going deep into the playoffs or and or the yeah. championship? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I am big on futures. I uh, did a few before the season. The one was Knicks not to make the playoffs, so I like where I'm sitting with that. Got that at some plus money. 
I think, you know, uh, as far as like a, a buy low spot, I've not been a big fan of the Lakers, right? But I think you can get them at like decent odds to make, for example, Western Conference Championship. Like it's still LeBron. And I know uh, Davis got hurt last night, but you have to think at some point in the season, uh, they'll turn it on. Also a team, you know, I don't know Zion status now. It's looking like he might need another surgery there. But the Pelicans, I was thinking as a team to sneak into the playoffs, kind of what they did at the deadline, you know, adding C.J. McCollum in the bottom of the West is so weak. So I think buying low on some teams that had high projections preseason, like even the Knicks, even though I have them not to make the playoffs, if you want to get them to make it, I think now's a decent time because they could slip into a playing game and make some things happen. Um, you know, I, I'm going to have my Philly bias here, but the, the Sixers to win the East or, or win a championship, I have to do it, you know, getting James Harden, sprinkling some there. Uh, but, you know, th those would be that would be my advice, kind of teams that maybe were that had disappointing first halves, you know, that, that might be able uh, to turn it around in the second half. When you're going through your process of picking NBA day to day, do you I, I know you mentioned the eye test. Are, are you going to a ton of sites like you got covers, you got team right. rankings, you got these these different sites that give you insights. Some people give picks. Are you someone that likes to take a, a little from a lot or are you really yeah. kind of one of one and you're just a lion out here in these gambling jungles yeah. sticking to just you? <laughs> no, I, I do use you know, team rankings is one that I, that I use uh, pretty often, you know, to, to kind of use like that statistical side. I use it a lot during football. Uh, you know, with, with college basketball, I use Kempom a lot. I'm sure you're familiar with, with sure, that. I think they do, they do great work there. Um, and then comparing odds, like places like odds checker, like there's such places where you can get the best line on sports games, you know, seeing all the books that offer everything like that. I think that's always something that's key too, because, you know, five cents can be a big difference long-term, right? Like minus 110 versus minus 105. Uh, but yeah, I mean, th those are a few sites. I kind of do take from a lot of different websites, right. And, and try and find the best information. In the community you've built, I know you do a lot of collabs with other cappers and stuff. Do yeah. you do you learn a lot from collaborating with other people and learning about their processes? Is there anything you've taken from other cappers that right. you've adopted into your own game? Kind of, kind of like athletes, you know, yeah. emulating a good a good move in the paint or you know fadeaway yeah. J of that <laughs> ilk. Yeah, yeah. You, I think you can always learn, right? Like no matter how how good you think you're at, you're at your profession or craft, so. I always do take, you know, I, at the beginning, I wasn't very big into uh, props in the NBA. So working with some guys in that space, I think that's really helped. Um, NHL is another sport that I wasn't always, you know, super into, but collabing with some guys, kind of picking their brains, um, I think it definitely helps. And I think also just growing your following. Uh, it's a great way, you know, more eyeballs on your page and, uh, you know, more people get to see, get to see your information. Are you high on any futures out there in terms of individual players in the NBA, whether it's MVP, six man yeah. defensive? Yeah, I got to show my bias one more time with Embiid. I took him MVP uh, <laughs> a little while ago. I think, uh, you know, another guy right now who, who yeah, I think it's going to be between him and Jokic this year, to be honest. So I think one of those two uh, is a really good spot. I don't know the, the odds right now with rookie of the year. Um, you know, but I think Scotty Barnes is really good value of Toronto. He's had a great year. So I personally took him preseason. I also took Josh Giddy of the Thunder uh, preseason. Wow. They both had really good odds. Yeah, so I'm hoping maybe one of them can can mix things up. Uh, when You're the sitting time pretty. Comes. Only Evan Mobley yep. can ruin that right That's there. That's what I'm saying. Mobley's pretty heavily favored right now. So I think I, I need something to happen uh, in the second half. 
I want to touch on football just for a second while I have you. When you cap football and you approach football, it is truly also very different than any other sport. You have all week. So are you someone that likes to fire early? I know a lot of sharps do. I don't know if you want to take the Super Bowl as an example, but anything you could teach real quick before we let you go on a football note of what you do in your process that people you think could get better from? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Uh, for football, I, I, I do typically try and, you know, beat the lines early. Using the Super Bowl as an example, I had the Rams at three and a half. That didn't get there, right? But, I mean, oh. they did close. They, they, the drop snap there on the extra point. So, I mean, that hurt a little bit. But, uh, yeah, football, I try and try and beat the line. Kind of the same with, you know, the prop market. That always comes out later. So, uh, I, I try and get there a little bit earlier. But as far as sides and totals, I think football is the sport that you can – beat a line the most, right? Because you have more information, like you were saying, week to week versus the NBA where guys are just sitting out, you know, the, the day of because of load management or whatever uh, reason. This season in particular was a little tough with COVID. Uh, you know, sometimes it's a little gun shy to go early in, in the week. But, you know, a typical season, I, I do try and, you know, get an NFL slate out, you know, Tuesday or Wednesday for, for the week. Any other kind of rules of how to be – more of a pro outside of bank role management. I know I've heard recency uh-huh. bias, of course, and trying to yeah. not, you know, <laughs> lean too much on the game before the day before. Anything else in your process that that you would want to share before you let you go? Yeah, I think the other thing I always would say was like discipline, right? Like kind of using myself as an example when I would first start betting, like a college football Saturday, right? You have twelve o'clock games, three o'clock games, six o'clock, nine o'clock. So I, you would almost be like timetable betting. That's what I would call it. Like I would bet on the twelve o'clock game. And then I'd lose and bet more on the three o'clock games. And then by the time, you know, the midnight game, I threw it all in Hawaii to lose. So you know, <laughs> it, it was, it would be tough in that aspect. Right. Like I think if you can manage, you know, where you're not betting just because a game's on TV, you know, that's kind of where you take the sharp better versus the casual guy, you know, who's only betting on the Nets next because it's on ESPN versus someone who actually finds value in the game. So I think, I think doing, uh, you know, being able to establish yourself with discipline in gambling and then also the emotional side. A lot of people, we were using the example of people chirping on Twitter, but, you know, keeping emotions out of it and you know how it is, you, you do it for a living as well. It's day to day, right? One day you'll be feeling great. The next day, you know, you're down in the dumps, but you got to be able to stay even keeled uh, no matter what's going on. Just like an athlete, my friend. Well, Matt, yes, I appreciate sir. it so much. Please, before we go, share everything you got to offer, all things Twitter and everywhere yeah. else we can find you. Yeah, of course. No, I appreciate you having me on. Uh, yeah, so on Twitter, it's at DevPresPicks. Also, you can find me uh, at OddsChecker.com, uh, writing articles there and doing a bunch of content. So that's where, you, that's where you'll be able to find me. I love it, Matt. Let me know when you're in the area in New York and we'll, we'll catch a game and hopefully a W as well. Yes, sir. I appreciate you having me on. Of course, Matt McHugh and Dead Press Picks. Make sure to throw him a follow and check him out. He does great work. The Volume.